Chelsea, the last couple weeks, I have been, I don't know, uh, uh, overly happy, I guess. They, they've been happy, I, like sheer joy. I articles. was going to say, you've been uncomfortably optimistic. Yeah, well, don't worry. The uncomfort level can go back to a, okay, a normal level. There always should be some uncomfort, but... Yeah. Just like I don't I don't want people to not listen because of how uncomfortable they are with the happiness factor. <laughs> I've been on edge with anticipation. Good. The uncomfortableness. Good. We focused on garbage and recycling and whatnot and pollution. And we know we've polluted the sea. We know we've polluted the land. We know we've polluted the air. And we know we've even polluted the orbit of Earth with satellites. But surely that space in between all that stuff I just described hasn't been polluted, right? Queen. Very clean. Well, we've kept that space yeah, clean. Yeah, because we don't know what we would do there. So why even put stuff there? So this article comes from Live Science, Live Science. I don't actually know which way to pronounce it. That's the problem with English and just, you know, the exclusive written form. Yeah. So this article's on Live Science. It's by Harry Baker, written on... Where is the date on this? All I know is it was written. I can't confirm that. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, article title. Oh, sorry. October 24th, 2022. There we go. Article name, Falling Metal Space Junk is Changing Earth's Upper Atmosphere in Ways We Don't Fully Understand. A research plane that flew through Earth's stratosphere identified more than 20 elements that are linked to the aerospace industry. Experts predict that the problem could become much worse in the future. So, let's go through this. The sky is littered with metal pollution from bits of space junk that burn up as they re-enter the atmosphere, a new study reveals. This unexpected level of contamination, which will likely rise sharply in the coming decades, could change our planet's atmosphere in ways we don't fully understand, researchers warn. The study, published on October 16th in the journal PNAS, that's the paper... What? So it's PNAS. I laugh every time I see it too. It's the, I believe, paper for natural and astronomical sciences, but they, they could have picked a better name. PNAS. They could have, yes. Is part of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, Stratospheric Aerosol Processes, Budget and Radiative Effects, which is SABRE mission, which monitors the levels of aerosol tiny particles suspended in the air within the atmosphere. Wow, that was a lot of long words to kind of, I'm not really sure what they're going over there, but it's about the paper. That's it. <laughs> Hey, we have the information. Yeah. The team used a research plane which was fitted with a specialized funnel on its nose that captures and analyzes aerosol to sample the stratosphere. The atmosphere's second layer that spans between 7.5 and 31 miles above the planet's surface, or 12 and 50 kilometers. The study was designed to detect aerosols covered with, quote, meteor dust, end quote, left behind by space rocks that burned up upon entry. Instead, the plane detected high levels of metallic elements contaminating the floating molecules, none of which could be explained by meteors and other natural processes. The two most surprising elements were niobium and hafnium, which are both rare earth metals used to make technological components such as batteries. The researchers were puzzled by the high levels of aluminum, copper, and lithium. The team had not expected to find these elements in the stratosphere and were initially confused as to where they had come from. Study lead author Daniel Murphy, an atmospheric chemist at NOAA's Chemical Science Lab in Boulder, Colorado, said in a statement that, quote, But the combination of aluminum and copper plus niobium and hafnium, which are used in heat-resistance high-performance alloys, pointed us to the aerospace industry, end quote. This discovery represents the first time that stratospheric pollution has been unquestionably linked to re-entry of 
space debris, the researchers noted. And in total, the study identified 20 different metallic elements that do not naturally occur in Earth's atmosphere, including silver, iron, lead, magnesium, titanium, beryllium, chromium, nickel, and zinc. The team suspects that the main source of the pollution is rocket boosters that are rejected by rockets shortly after they clear the upper atmosphere and then fall back down to Earth. China, which was previously criticized for a series of uncontrolled re-entries, is responsible for many of these rocket booster re-entries. However, this problem has also plagued Russia and NASA. I really like that they didn't name the US out of all those. Yeah, I find the wording on all of that pretty yeah. funny. Falling satellites that have been abandoned, knocked out of orbit by solar storms, or purposely crashed back to Earth are also likely to release large amounts of metal pollution as they burn up. Pollution from satellites will likely increase as more commercial satellites are launched into space. A particular concern is the nearly 9,000 satellites that are currently in low Earth orbit, which are destined to eventually fall back to Earth according to Orbiting Now. In total, around 10% of aerosols from the new study were polluted with space metal junk but the researchers predict that this could jump to around 50% in the next few decades. It is currently too early to tell what long-term effects this pollution will have on our planet, but past atmospheric pollution, such as chlorofluorocarbon, CFCs, contributed to holes in the ozone layer. Aerosols also play a role in reflecting sunlight back into space, which is important for mitigating the effects of climate change. A lot of work will be needed to understand the implications of these metals in the atmosphere, Murphy said. And that's where the article ends. So, as of right now, it's technically not a bad news, because we don't know what kind of news. I don't think, though, this falls into the category of can't choose or undecided, do you? Undecided, yeah, can't choose between good or bad news. I feel like I would file it into bad news. I think it is bad news. It just gets thrown into the mix of all the other things that we're ruining, so how are we even going to tell that it's making things worse than what we're already doing to the planet? And I didn't like how they threw that last little bit in at the end, like, oh, by the way, it might reflect stuff back, so we're not warming as fast. But I, I'm confident the to say wording, what we're doing is probably bad. Yeah, definitely bad. And I feel like the wording on a lot of that stuff was questionable. Though I can agree with the message if I understood it correctly. I'm not sure if I did. But what I get is we're not sure that these things are bad, but they probably are. I've decided yeah. that for myself. Yeah, and we are the deciders at the end of the day. Yeah, we definitely are. And you can rest easy knowing that this decision has been made for you over these next 48 hours. One thing off your plate. And until Friday when we can make further decisions for you in the longer form. Yeah. Anyhow, see you Friday. Goodbye.